Welcome back to Guys, Gab, and Gridiron, everybody. This is part two of our week one show, and we're going to go through and do season predictions for all the teams now, so we're just going to get right into it. Starting out with the AFC East. Favorite in this division easily is the Buffalo Bills. Over or under 12 and a half wins? What do you got? Ooh, 12 and a half. Uh... I'm going to say that's a push. I like I like 12 and a half. So, so 13, yeah, I'm going to say that's about right. I have 13 and 4 personally, so I would take the over. Very hard the, against. Yeah, I'm doing all the half wins because, I mean, we're factoring in there's not going to be a tie, though there could be at some point, but I think it's not likely. So I'm just going to give you halves on all the teams, so. Right. Dolphin, Dolphins, eight and a half. Give me the under. I'm going under as well with eight. Patriots, same eight and a half. Give me the over. I just don't see another Bill Belichick team uh, going under uh, 500 this year. Under nine wins for a Bill Belichick team, I, I don't see it. I'm also going under with eight wins. I don't believe in Mac Jones. Their coaching situation seems to be chaotic with Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, no real coordinators. Well, I think it'll take a little bit of time to sort out. It's always been, hey, we have Chick and his guys. We've never asked. It just happened. Anyways, moving on. Jets over under five and a half. Five and a half. That's probably the toughest one, but... It's very hard to bet the over on the Jets. I'll go under. I'm going under as well. I have them at 5-12. and 12. Wilson's injury, playing only a mild part in it. Agreed. I just think, I just don't think Wilson's all that good to begin with. So, But still, Flacco seems like a downgrade for the time being. I liked their draft. And overall, I think Sala could still turn the ship around but i just think he missed on wilson overall and i don't know if sala will be allowed to get another quarterback or if they'll both be thrown out at the same time but uh let's move on chargers over under 11 and a half over i also have the over i have them at 12 and 5 chiefs 11 and a half over I have the under. I have them at 11 and 6. Ooh, that's close. I mean, it's always going to be difficult and I mean, do I have uh do I have concerns? Yes, but I really like the way that the defense has been rebuilt. So, I I got 12 wins for them. I think 12 and uh I think 12 wins is reasonable. Reasonable, sure, but it will be hard just because this division is so good. Broncos Nine and a half. Nine and a half. I'll take the under. I think it's good for them to have nine. I'm taking the over. I have them at ten and seven. Mm, it's that, that one game difference. That's crucial. Yep. We'll go with the same on the Raiders. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Uh, I'm going under. Me too. I have them at eight and nine. I just, I'm not a McDaniels fan. And I just feel like the team 
kind of lucked into a lot of their late season wins. It was just kind of planets aligned with Basaccia, and then you had Carlson making all those field goals. I do think the team is better overall. They have Devontae Adams, but still, I don't think it'll be reflected in their win total. Well, moving just, on. Just remember, the Broncos aren't a stepping stone anymore. They're not. And you're absolutely right that Magic is just not there anymore, and I think they played above expectations. Played better than what they should have. But let's get back down to earth because, well, somebody's got to be the weak link in that division. It's not the Broncos anymore. Agreed. So, moving on. Colts, over, under, nine and a half. Over. Going over as well at ten and seven. Titans, over, under, nine and a half. Uh, Over. I think I have the Colts at 11, the Titans at, you said nine and a half, right, for the Titans? Correct. I got I got the Colts and the Titans at 11 and 10. I think it's going to take 11 wins to win that division, at least. Hmm. I actually have the Titans at nine and eight. I think Henry's just another year older. I just don't know. There's a lot of tread left on those tires. Just don't think he'll be as effective anymore. No A.J. Brown, obviously, is a big loss. I think Burks will have a good season, but he's not going to be A.J. Brown overnight. And also the loss of Harold Landry for the entire season. I just don't see the Titans reaching double-digit wins this year. And thus, spoiler alert, I have them missing out on the playoffs. But let's keep going. Jaguars over or under six and a half. Oh, so tough. I could see them splitting with the Texans. Mm-hmm. But then what about everything else? Do I see them at seven wins? I, I'm just going to go the under. It's probably the safe pick. I also have the under. I have six and 11. I've been oscillating between six and seven wins this entire offseason. I think this year things will be a lot better under Peterson, but I think it's still going to take a year to get everybody on track. But there is talent on this team. I think Lawrence will be so much better. It's just, it's not all there yet. Also, if you look at their schedule... I mean, last year we kind of looked at the schedule and we said, oh, yeah, if Urban Meyer is the Urban Meyer we think he is, he's got at least five wins. Well, oh, I never believed in Urban Meyer. Well, I just think that it was – I didn't believe in him just because of the way that it's just like, hey, guy catching the NFL, this isn't college anymore. Well, I think me and you could both agree that it seemed doable. At least at the time it's like, hey, if things go good, if you know how to coach – if the locker room was intact, it wasn't. But if it was, it was reasonable to think that five or six wins could happen. But now you look at this, right, of what's coming up. Commanders, Colts, Chargers, Eagles, Texans, Colts, Giants, Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, Titans, Cowboys, Jets, Texans again, Titans to finish. If you think about it, 
I don't see more than six. I'm very lucky if you see five. I mean, Commanders, that's reasonable. If you want yeah, to tell they me Texans... got an interesting draw because you get the entire AFC West, the toppest division in the league, and you also get the entire NFC Least, which is one of the worst divisions in the league. I think that division will surprise some people this year, but it's still not that great. But let's move on. Texans over under four and a half. Four and a half. Ooh. Tell me what you got. I'm going to need a minute to think. I have the over. I have five I have wins. Five, huh? Yep. Hmm. And that'll even surprise some people because I read one pundit today who thought that the Texans were going to go one and 16. I'm taking the under on this one. Again, just don't like the schedule. Yeah, it's tough for sure. But I, I like Mills. I think that he's yeah. going to be he's going to be solid. I think Mills will be. But yeah, just too many other question marks to really have a lot of confidence. But moving on, we got AFC North. Start out with the Ravens over under 11 and a half. What team again? You said the Ravens? Correct. I'm kind of just looking at who they're playing against right here. Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Eagles. Let's see. Do I think they could beat the Bengals once, the Browns twice? Yes. You said it's nine and a half over under? No, 11 and a half. 11 and a half? Uh, I'm going to go the under at 11 games. I had the same thing. Now, Bengals over under 10 and a half. I got to go yes. I've got the under. I have them winning 10 games again. Fair. Steelers over under eight and a half. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go eight wins. The first time Mike Tomlin's ever been under 500 and not by much. I think it's reasonable. Yeah. Initially, that's what I would have said too, but I've decided that I will take the over. I'm going to go nine and eight, but they still miss out on the playoffs. So give me the over. Now we have the Browns over under five and a half. I'm going under. I think they thought that Watson was going to get suspended the whole year. And this is going to be a tank year to get a weapon of Deshaun's choosing. I'm going to go under. I have the under two. I have five and 12 for this team. So this gives me a playoff group of Bills number one, Chargers number two, Ravens number three, Colts number four, Chiefs number five, Broncos number six, and Bengals number seven. It's so hard to disagree with that. Yeah, I think you had the Titans at 10 and 7, so they might kick somebody out. It's still going to be the most impressive thing, and I, I, understand the, I understand the damage. I understand the injuries. I know people are getting older. But if you remember last year, A.J. Brown had some stuff going on. And mm -hmm. even though I don't think he's a top five, 
I think he might be a top 10 wide receiver. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, the, I think the X factor here is going to be whether if Burks could fill those shoes. I don't think he can. I think he'll be good, but he's not going to be an all pro right out of the gate. I don't think I don't think all pro. I don't think uh, first team all rookie. I don't think rookie of the year. Even though rookie of the year is going to be really up for debate this year because, well, I'm not so sure if I'm going to be seeing it go to a quarterback. Perhaps not. I mean, the only I mean, real contender for it might be Pickett. That's if Trubisky struggles and he gets thrown back in. But yeah, you are correct. A lot of skill position players out there. They're going to make a name. I mean, all those receivers got Jahan Dotson, got Burks, you got Christian Watson. So many guys. Receivers will have a big. Big say in how things go this year. And the underdog of rookie of the year actually is gonna it could be a running back. True, true. I don't and I don't think Damian Pierce. You know who me and my father really love from this draft? Brees Hall. Yep. Yeah, him being a Jets fan, I could definitely see that one coming. Absolutely. But it's actually going to be very refreshing to see uh, the Rookie of the Year award not go to a quarterback by default, so it seems. And I I think that the Steelers have no desire to rush Kenny Pickett either. No, they don't. I don't don't care if it's hand size. I don't care if it's 10 pounds. I, I don't care if it's X's and O's. I don't care if it's maturity. They just know how to do these things right. And the way to the properly develop a player is to not rush. Correct. He's in the future plans, and Mitch Trubisky is on short time. Well, let's say, you know, middle of the road, and they give Kenny Pickett six games. The wide receivers and running backs are really going to have to have a rough year for Kenny Pickett to win it and only playing six games. Right. I mean, unless uh, Mitch gets hurt, really, really don't see it. That's but I guess, fair. Uh, but I guess back to the list. Okay, starting with the NFC now. Eagles over or under nine and a half? Over. Over? I got way over. I got 12 wins for this Eagles outfit. 12 sounds good. Do I see them beating Washington? Yes. Do I see them sweeping New York? Yes. Yes. I see them splitting with the Cowboys. So right there, that's Agreed. five wins. Hmm. Well, maybe they don't get five division wins. They might only get four. We'll go to the next team on the list, which is the Commanders, over under seven and a half. Give me the under. I'm actually taking the over. I'm a, I'm a believer in this commander's outfit. Even without Chase Young for a few games, I still think they'll be fine. I still think Wentz is a upgrade at quarterback over what they had. It really becomes a proposition of one man's trash is another man's treasure because Jim Ursay was not kind to Carson Wentz. 
but he had respectable numbers last year. Yeah, I know. They won games where he threw for 150 yards, and Taylor did most of the work. I get that. But Carson still showed he could sling it every now and then. Like against Baltimore, he did really well, just couldn't pull that game out. But I'm going to go 8-9 and nine for the Commanders. Still think they'll have a solid defense overall, and Terry McLaurin will be very good again. I think even better with Wentz in the fold now. Antonio Gibson needs to stay healthy, but I think people are sleeping on this team. They could sneak into the playoffs. Don't think they will, but I think it's possible. Now, Dallas Cowboys over under nine and a half. I don't see them win the division, but I think I have them over 10 wins. So I'll take I'm taking the under. I have them at eight and nine. I think they're going to be a big disappointment. So you have the commanders potentially being better than the Cowboys? Yes. That's bold. Oh, not as bold as something else I got later. What? Okay. All right. So continuing on. We got the Giants over under four and a half. Under. I'm going with the over. I think they win five games. I like Dable, but Danny Wheels, maybe he'll be Danny Blown Tire because he might be gone after this season. Danny Bold Tires. <laughs> he sure blew a tire against Philly. That's the most memorable play of his career, unfortunately for him. Very unsatisfying. Okay. Continuing on, L.A. Rams over under 11 and a half. Uh, with them being the dominant ones in that division, I see two wins against the Cardinals as well as the Seahawks. I'm going over. I think they get... 12 or 13. I'm going under. I think they win 11 games. Okay. Maybe Stafford's elbow issue isn't as big of a problem as I have been led to believe, but I just also think that Super Bowl winning team was not great, great. It was, they obviously were a good team. They had a ton of top tier star talent. But also, they have little depth. I don't know that Cooper Cup will have as great of a year, though. Allen Robinson will be taking away some of those targets. But they just, if one of their guys gets hurt or underperforms, they're in a world of hurt. So, we'll see how McVay goes about it this year. He's one of the best coaches in the league, and he'll find a way to get his guys involved we'll have to see how it is but yeah next up we got the 49ers over under 10 and a half under i'm also going with under i have them at nine and eight i have them going uh i bounce back and forth between eight and nine Personal. Well, they have such a good roster overall that even though Trey Lance is going to be inconsistent early on, I think they're just 
so good everywhere else that I think they're still going to be solid. I still think they end up in the playoffs. That's fair to say. Yes. Moving on. Next up, we got the Cardinals. Over, under, eight and a half. I will just say for myself, I have the under eight and a half. I have the Cardinals at eight and nine. Have Hopkins being suspended for six games. Got defense lost Chandler Jones. I think this team will not make the playoffs. But what do you got for the Cardinals over under eight and a half? Anything Cardinals. I am going to go under. They're a disgrace. There you have it. Seahawks over under four and a half. Uh, tank year under. Yeah, I got the under two. I got four wins for this team. Moving on. Buccaneers over under ten and a half. Ooh. So I, I see five wins in their division. I see a sweep of all except the Saints. I think the Saints could win one. If not, they win all six. Give me the over. I'm going under. I have 10-7 for this team. Really? Yep. Offensive line's going to be a mess. Got Todd Bowles taking over. Obviously, you're in the New York market. You saw Todd Bowles' exploits as a head coach. I'm not sure why people are so enthusiastic about him taking over for Bruce Arians. Just overall, the roster is just getting old to me. I understand, but the only reason I'm not actually knocking the thing with Todd Bowles is because he was taught the whole system by Arians and basically handed it over. There's no way that everything just folds because of that one move. Arians basically went and said, I made it idiot proof and handed it over. Well, we know what the system is. I don't think it will either, but I think it will be hurt. The system is you have Tom Brady. That's what the Patriots have figured out. (laughs) (laughs) You laugh, but you know it's true. But now (laughs) it is. Saints over under nine and a half. Oof. Give me under, I'll go eight ones. Okay, I'm taking the over because I have them with 11. Yes, I have the Saints winning this division. It's not a wild take. I've heard it before, but I take it that you have faith in the upgrade defense and Jameis Winston. Correct. Famous Jameis was lighting it up before he got hurt last season. And then you bring in new blood at receiver with Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry. Losing Teron Armstead is a little bit of a concern. I'm not going to lie. Of course, if Alvin Kamara's legal situation goes south, that will be a bad deal for this team. I'm also not very enthusiastic about Dennis Allen as a head coach, but I also think this is a 
situation where there's not going to be a lot of change. They're just going to keep doing a lot of the same things that Sean Payton was doing. Can can I can I just be very blunt with you? All right. Okay, so Armstead out. The rookie tackle that you drafted got kicked out of practice three days in a row because he's a moron with an with uh, anger issue. He's hurt. He's done for the rest of the year. Famous Jameis or not? Okay, Michael Thomas is coming back, but he hasn't played consistently in two years plus. And then we got a rookie head coach. The defense. I'm sorry. Nope. Dennis Allen has been a head coach before. Well, new to new to the team. I'm sorry. Well, he's been the DC there for years. Okay, as far as the defense goes, uh, best of luck to Tyron Matthew, but as a Chiefs fan, I'm sorry, dude. The second half, I saw you walk or jog on too many goddamn uh, end of plays. You did not play until the whistle was done. You got to put in more heart and effort. I'm sorry to say this, but, I mean, I've always been concerned about his knees because he's torn both ACLs at least once. With mm-hmm. uh, Marcus May being in limbo because he wants to be a dumbass pointing a gun at juvenile women. And, of course, Alvin Kamara, basically, they're not going to find out what's going on at the NFL until his case is fully solved. Uh, big issue on my account. Everything is going to be in limbo. I think it's very hard for them to say, hey, they're going to easily win the division. As much as I'd like them to. I'd love them to be last year's Raiders and say, this is uh, crazy, but this is happening. I'd love it. Sign me up. And before anything else bad happens in New Orleans, I'd like to see it. Because New Orleans has deserved better the last couple of years. But I, dig- but I digress. I can't. I cannot give a vote of confidence for them going over. I have them at eight wins, and I still think it's respectable. Okay. Next up, we got the Panthers over under seven and a half. Under. I'm also going under. I have seven and ten. I just don't believe in Matt Rule, though the roster itself is pretty talented outside of the offensive line, of course. The health of Christian McCaffrey is going to be the X factor of whether they could contend for a wild card spot or not. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Falcons over or under four and a half. Under. Still a tankier to me. It's the same. I got him at three and 14, getting that number one pick. You think three wins is going to be enough? Yes. Okay. That's now moving cool. on. Green Bay Packers over under 12 and a half. Uh, under, I think the division could be a little bit closer. I also have the under. I have them 12 and five. Vikings and- over under nine and a half. Uh, I'll go under. I think it won't be crazy to see the Packers at 10 or 11 or the Vikings at 9. I got the Vikings at uh, 9 even. Interesting. I actually have the Vikings at 11 and 6. I think Kevin O'Connell is going to be a coach that is going to get things going. He'll bring some 
new energy to the team and Cousins is going to have pretty big numbers this year. I think Justin Jefferson, by extension, will have pretty big numbers this year. It wouldn't surprise me if they could actually take the division, but if you've got me betting against Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, until proven otherwise, eh. But yeah, both of them will be in the playoffs. And with the Packers, receiver really is their only question mark you've got a fairly good offensive line assuming Bakhtiari stays healthy good running back duo with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones defense that's going to be one of the best in the league led by Rashawn Gary amongst others it'll it'll still be tough this NFC North I think is going to be a really good division this year moving on we got Da Bears over under six and a half Give me, I want to say give me under. I'm going over. How I, close is it? Yeah, I got them at 7 and 10. Justin Fields is one of those guys I'm kind of, I don't know yet, but maybe he turns out good. Maybe he becomes the quarterback they've been looking for since Sid Luckman. Matt Eberflus, obviously... Don't quite know what he brings to the table yet, but I still think there's talent on this roster and that they take a step forward. Now we've got the fighting Dan Campbell's over under six and a half. Under, I got him at five, maybe six wins. I have six for him. So I'm also going under. Well, again, I I see the improvement. I understand that they are not the basically the are laughing stock of the Midwest, uh, you know, like the Browns were for so many years. But right. there's still so much to so much to work on. Right. So, my playoff seeds in the NFC are the Packers, number one. Eagles, number two, the Rams, number three, the Saints, number four, the Vikings, number five, Bucks, number six, and 49ers, number seven. Interesting how all this is going. So do you have a Super Bowl matchup in mind? I do. Okay. So let's see if we match. I doubt it. Well, let's go for it. All right. Who do you got winning the AFC and going to the Super Bowl? So this might be a bit of a surprise, though not totally shocking. I have the Chargers. That isn't far-fetched. It's not. I have them entering the playoffs, but it's kind of one of those weird things where I feel like just like Joe Burrow, everyone's going to be like, oh, well, show me a playoff win first. Well, the Chargers in the playoffs the last couple of years has been quite a tease. Right. For me, Bills. Okay, yeah. The, like I've said, the Bills are a common pick to get to the big game this year. I have the two of them in the AFC championship game. I have the Bills, the Bills taking shoot, down yeah. the Chiefs in the division round this time around. This year, 
I think the matchup will be in Buffalo. Got the Chargers downing the Ravens. So, yeah, then L.A. goes to cold and snowy Buffalo, but I got the Chargers pulling it out. I just get some 13 Seahawks vibes from this team. Because you remember, the Seahawks, in 2012, they had Russ Wilson, young guy, came in, took the team by storm. Then the Seahawks in the offseason added Cliff Averill and I think Michael Bennett, and then it propelled them to a Super Bowl win. Now we've got the Chargers, who've added Khalil Mack, even though he may not be the greatest pass rusher anymore. There's still no doubt he's going to bolster their run defense. J.C. Jackson is a little bit of a question mark because we've seen Patriot DBs struggle elsewhere. But he's even if he help in the secondary, yeah, even if he doesn't play to the same level, I don't know that it will be as detrimental to the team. But anyways, we move over to the NFC. Who is your NFC champion? My NFC champion. Hmm. Very, very difficult. It is true, because the NFC is truly wide open this year. You have no team that really stands out above everybody else, because you look at the Packers. They have been the team to beat for the past couple years, and they haven't shown up in the playoffs, losing on their home field. Then you got the Buccaneers, who are addressing a lot of questions with their offensive line and coaching and elsewhere. You've got the Rams. How are they going to be? defending their title. I mean, the field is pretty open. So, I got a bold one for you. All right. So, here's a quick question for you. You look at the NFC teams. What team looks the most complete? Packers. You believe in the head coach? I do. You believe in Aaron Rodgers? I do. Do you believe in his offensive line, his wide receiver core, his defense? Um, well, the defense, yes. OL, kind of. Receivers, I think, by committee, they have enough talent to be good. It's just a matter of who of Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, Alan Lazard. One of those guys is going to take over and be a number one, but it's not going to be like a, an elite talent like Stefan Diggs or Justin Jefferson. Not going to be one of those type of guys at all. But I will think I think there will be a guy who steps up as the go-to in certain situations. And I think it'll be either Watson or Dobbs. You're going to find this very screwy. But I have this Thursday night matchup this week being the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, we both have an L.A. team in the Super Bowl. That much we can say. One team from L.A. and one team from a cold place. I know. Okay. A big city and a cold place. The reason I say this is because whether if you want to argue the rules were in favor for Buffalo, it's fine. That's up to you. But the magic is still there. The fight is still there. 
And even though Josh Allen may not be that fantasy dark horse you want him to be per se, he's a winner. This organization has put it together. The defense is scary. The offense is unpredictable. And I think if they get hot and they get the confidence, I just think it's it just feels this way. It's finally their time. And everybody in Buffalo that's been a fan of the team since Jim Kelly days are going to finally be able to be at peace with themselves knowing that Josh Allen is going to hoist that trophy. And on the flip side, you have the Rams that are, in my opinion, outside the health of the running backs, but we've seen some running backs be popped in and put in place and do okay. I really see the Rams being the most complete team in the NFC. Okay. Well, as for me, my NFC champion, I'm going to go with the Packers. Yeah, I've been saying for years ever that the Packers will get back to the Super Bowl. I think I've said it three, four times since Rodgers was last there that he would get back. You figure it's got to happen sometime, and in my opinion, the Packers have the most complete roster despite their glaring hole at receiver. Well, I guess glaring question mark would be a better way of putting that. And yeah, they will need Bakhtiari to stay healthy, so it's certainly not a guarantee that they'll make it. But yeah, I have Chargers, Packers, and I have the Chargers hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. So both of us have an AFC team that has never won a Super Bowl getting their first this year. Yeah, kind of funny. Kind of funny. Perhaps. And it's also funny how we never pre-make these and we just kind of roll off the tongue and sure enough, it just ends up working. Yep. I guess a prediction that's slightly bold, I also have the Eagles getting to the NFC Championship game. I don't love Jalen Hurts. I don't know that he'll ever be a great quarterback, but I think he's solid. And I loved the Eagles draft. I thought they did really well. Same. A.J. Brown's big-time playmaker. You've got Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean who are going to bolster the defense. This is a complete roster, a lot of talent. I was... I was honestly really close to putting the Eagles in the Super Bowl and just being like YOLO, but I just don't believe in Hurts enough to do that. I think they need uh, – I'm not sure how the pass rush is going to be. Uh, the secondary they've bolstered, but I think they need to uh, draft or sign a piece there. And then again, as you said it, Jalen Hurts, what kind of year are you going to have? I got faith in Hurts. But he's one of those quarterbacks where you wonder, where do you rank him amongst others? What can he do? Do I think that he could potentially be what many people think Lamar Jackson should be? Well, that's on the table, for sure. Mm -hmm. But what is he on his worst day? What is he on his best day? He's one of those quarterbacks where I see talent and I say he's good. I just can't properly evaluate him as far as how good he is do i have him making the playoffs yes do i see him win at all 
I just do not have the confidence for it. Would I take a, a bet odd and put a dollar or two on it? Yeah. But would I be serious about it? Most likely not. Again, hope I'm wrong. Well said. Well, this concludes the second part of our season preview. So once again, remember to check us out on Twitter, guys, Gavin Gridiron, and on behalf of AJ Torres and Josh McSwain, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.